We have launched once again this year because you were so helpful last year. We have launched Joe and Sparky's Mission Christmas. Yeah, I mean, we're helping Santa make sure all the children in our patch, in our Great East Midlands patch, uh, get a present on Christmas morning. There's nearly 150,000 children in the East Midlands growing up in poverty. That's one in four. That means Christmas sometimes can't happen for some families, but we are here to sort that out. Look, we'd love you to get involved with Mission Christmas. There's loads of ways you can get involved. We're going to get you and your workmates to get involved in our Christmas Jumper Day. More info on that. But also, if you remember last year, we had little drop-off points around the area where when you were going out to do a bit of Christmas shopping, if you wanted to like pick up something a little bit extra that you could donate as a Christmas present to a child in the East Midlands, we've got drop-off points for you to drop presents off again this year. All the details are on the website. B&M Stores, of course, is one of those. Uh, if you can do it any sort of gift you like. Sparky and I, what did we get last year? A load that we, a ton of Barbies, a ton of Transformer gifts. I think there were some giant uh, Darth Vader's in B&M, which we then, yeah. <laughs> on our trolley dash that we did, we ended up putting on there. But look, we would love you to help out. And it's just, you know, that feel-good feeling. If you are out buying Christmas presents and you think, you know what, just, we, we've got a few extra could. We can get an extra present and we can change a child in the East Midlands, well, we could change their history this year, this Christmas. If you want to get involved, playgemradio.com is where the list of order stores you can drop off presents. It's Joe and Sparky's Mission Christmas with B&M Bargains and B&M Home Stores. You can drop one of your gifts off at their stores from today. The Gem Feel Great Podcast. Earlier this week. Oh, I'm at the arena in Nottingham. Oh, yeah. Sweat and excitement fills the air. <laughs> There's face paint everywhere. People are rocking plastic replica heavyweight title belts. Disney on ice, was it? No, okay. it's not Disney on ice. Vests in November. <laughs> it could only be wrestling oh. live at the arena. Grown men watching fake fighting. Oh, yeah, but it's more than that, isn't it? That we is know it. that. It's brilliant. And I'm there with a crew. I'm there with a posse, including the boss from here at Gem. Yes. He loves wrestling yes. as much as I do. And as we're walking in, we're about to go sit down in our seats and let the action commence. <laughs> we're ready to rumble. Mm-hmm. But I think before we go in, I've got a nip to the loo because I don't want to miss a second of action once we kick off. Absolutely. So I run in, I do the business, and I run straight back out. And I see the boss standing at the merchandise stand. Nice. Right? Yeah. And I, I walk over to him, and he turns round, and he is holding a plastic briefcase, right? All right. In wrestling, there's a briefcase. It's called the Money in the Bank briefcase. A lot of wrestlers basically climb a ladder and fight to get this briefcase. I've seen that. Yeah, it's like yeah. in the middle of the ring, isn't it? And they have to... Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This, this briefcase is bright green. And it says <laughs> Money in the Bank in big letters on the front of it, right? Wow. And I was like, whoa, you bought the Money in the Bank briefcase. <laughs> How much was it? Yeah. And I'm thinking... It's plastic. Yeah. It wears absolutely nothing. It's not the actual briefcase. It's not either, the actual is briefcase. Okay. And I'm thinking, we're talking a tenner here. Yeah. And he goes, cost me 50 quid. <laughs> oh my <laughs> gosh. 50 quid for a plastic briefcase. 50. They've had him there, haven't they? It's just the classic thing where you go to see something you love, lad. Yeah. And you end up buying something ridiculous for an absolute fortune. I get it. I've done the same thing myself, right? I remember when I was about nine, ten years old, I yeah. made my dad buy me 
a steps foam finger. <laughs> and it was incredible. I went to see them. Uh, it was the NEC in Birmingham at the time. And it was a foam finger. It was giant. You know, like that they had at Gladiators and oh, stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it had the finger in the air and it was purple. <laughs> and on the fingers, it said... One guess, five, six, seven, eight. It was brilliant. How much was that? Do you think that cost him about thirty quid? It was a phone. Fo- <laughs> I mean, it was sparkly. It was stunning. But and I've still got it. And I look at it now, and I just remember how happy I felt being at that concert with that foam finger on my hand, dancing to tragedy and all that stuff. Oh, it's incredible. And money doesn't matter when you're at a gig. So we want to know this right now. What's the best bit of gig merch yeah. you've ever bought? No name on this one. Went to see JLS about eight or nine years ago and bought a scarf. I still wear it now. Absolutely love it. What? Nobody is rocking a JLS scarf this winter. Not even JLS are rocking <laughs> JLS scarves anymore, surely. Roger, best merch I've ever bought was a Saturday's T-shirt. What? For what? eight quid. Oh, my God. Saturday's T-shirt. Do you know what? For eight quid... I don't think you bought it. In, I think you bought that outside. Oh, Dodgy Roger. That was a, on the pavement banger, wasn't it? It was an on the pavement banger. Great <laughs> quiz. Amazing. Every day is Saturday for oh, Roger. Oh, Roger, and your Saturday's t-shirt. Love it. Uh, hello to Michelle. She says, hi, Jenny and Ian. I got a life-sized cardboard cutout of Rod Stewart. <laughs> Makes me jump every evening when I get home. That wouldn't have been cheap either, will it? Oh, every evening you get home and you'd just be reminded of, if you love my body and, and you, you think, think I'm sexy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nicky, my husband bought himself and my daughter matching flashing Mickey Mouse ears at Disney on Ice earlier this year. It oh. was a beautiful sight. Oh, how lovely. That's nice. Again, probably extortionately That's about 50 quid quite, some yes. of, I reckon. <laughs> but it makes you happy. The Gem Feel Great Podcast. Gem. It is time for the most delicious sweepstake of the year. We're never without the sweepstake. We promise you that. And I love this one because I actually can read the title of it. It's the Gem Staff Mince Pie Consumption Sweepstake. It's open, guys. It's open. Between now, this very second and 7am on Friday, 21st of December, we are going to log every single mince pie eaten by the team here at Gem. It is a combination of mince meat... Not actual meat, fruit meat. ...all butter pastry and icing sugar. If any of that passes our lips, passes the lips of a member of any of our team, then our highly scientific logging system will track it. What's that logging system, Paul? Uh, I'm going to write on the window here. Paul's so excited. Put a marker pen out. And a dry wiper. We're just going to hope that the rest of the presenters just put keep a track. Yeah. Yeah, right. So it's it's like a, a... Drawn hope situation. Will there yeah, be I mean, like I, I could hang around and kind of count them all, but I can't really be bothered with that. Okay. Will there be like a separate backup system on some sort of Google Doc or Drive system? Oh, case... don't don't worry. There'll be a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Of course. The person who gets the correct number of mince pies consumed will have the greatest Christmas of their life with the addition <laughs> of the silver-plated Santa teaspoon inscribed with these very words. 
Merry Christmas, 1989. Oh, <laughs> he's only just noticed that this morning. He's like, oh, guys, you know, the, uh, the, the prize for the Christmas sweeps, take the silver-plated Santa teaspoon. Why have teaspoon. we got this one? It's got 1989 written on it. I didn't realise. Came in a job lot with the Rover's return <laughs> teaspoon. Don't tell people that. They think that we've got an exclusive teaspoon dealer who gets us quality stuff. OK, here is where I can see trouble. What? What numbers are we putting into the sweepstake? So I w- how many I how many on, on air presenters do we have? So I'm listing 14. Okay, he's, so even, 14 he's included the boss because he knows he'll eat a load of mince yeah. pies to keep the numbers going. Okay, so there's 14 of us. So we've got to start at... Oh, we don't really have to start at 14. Well, no, I Katie... was lying in bed thinking about this last night. Let's not overthink it, guys. It's just 500 texts, isn't it? So we have 1 to 500... What? And then you just text 500 listeners, Paul, and say, yep, you 500 are in the sweepstake, this number you are. I mean, are we, do we need to do that? Katie well, and I are both at Slimming World, so I feel our numbers will be down. Oh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Of course, guys, with the six and seven pounds you both put on last week, right? Shh. Oh, sorry. 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 What numbers are we going to go up to? I feel like anything less than ten is pointless. Yeah. So, so we're going to okay, start so at do ten. We go, okay, we'll start at ten... And we'll go to, what, a thousand? Yeah, I was thinking more like 60. Yeah, but th- we'll smash 60. Like, 60. Well, OK, I mean, we could always open the lines closer to Christmas if we need to, but I feel like that gives people... But I feel like you're people... doing that just because just you work shy. Look, Jenny I mean... and Ian are on this. As well. They like mince pies, I know that. Al's on this, isn't he, right? He'll have a mince pie. Cat likes any free food. If you leave mince pies in the studio, cat will eat them. We know there, that. There are 38 mince pies in this studio right now. Yeah. Pull. They'll, they'll be gone. I reckon so we could be at 60 by the end of this week. Yeah, we could be at 60 by the end of this week. We need to... I think you're work shy. And I think... <laughs> don't, don't upset him, Joe, on Christmas Monday. I'm I saying. think we go... We've got to go to at least 120. Oh. <laughs> Possibly, I think. Like I said, I was thinking five hundred in bed last night. That's what's going through it in my brain. I think Fine. Gem staff mince pie consumption sweepstake. Don't forget the prize, guys. You can win a Merry Christmas nineteen eighty nine silver plated Santa teaspoon. Gem at breakfast. Play music you love. Gem. Um, now. This is a fabulous little story. It's all to do with uh, Meghan and Harry. I must admit, I didn't watch the TV show on them the other night. I'm going to try and catch up with that over the weekend. But on their big day, back on earlier in the year, uh, Meghan had decided, obviously, because she's a, a bride and the bride gets what she wants on her big day, that there was a particular tiara of the queens that she wanted to wear. And it was one that had emeralds in it, emerald stones around the front. And so she said to Harry, do you know, do you think you can um, sort it out for me to get the emerald tiara to wear on the big day? And obviously Harry, because he's besotted and completely in love with his bride-to-be, is like, yes, of course, not a problem. Uh, Granny turns around. She goes, no. <laughs> uh, Megan will have the tiara that I give her, which is completely fair. The queen's the queen. You do as you say with the queen. But it got me thinking, is there anything that your partner, your other half, wears that is just horrible that you think... No, you're not wearing that with me. It's the stuff maybe you've thrown out and not admitted it to them. I'm happy to go first on this. I've um, thrown away a pair of his shoes and my husband's. He's not listening, it's okay, because uh, he's taken Harry swimming, so I know he's not listening at the moment. And the only way for me to describe these shoes, really, is uh, it looks like he's trying to get dressed as a clown when he walks out the front door. So they're big shoes. They're made of pla- almost like a plasticky leather. It's horrid. Bright yellow, like a proper canary yellow. And I just looked at them. He'd worn them one too 
many times, as in we'd been out of the house once together with them. I was like, nah, that's it. They went down the charity shop. Just horrible. Uh, if you've got an item of clothing, I need to hear about this. Kirsty and Obi, thank you very much for this. She says, my boyfriend, his favourite pair of trainers. They look all right, to be fair, but they really smell. I've tried everything to get rid of the smell. Uh, you literally get it as soon as you walk in the room. You know which room in the house those trainers are in. She says, I've tried Febreze. It doesn't work. He won't throw them. I can't stand them. Thank you, Kirsty. I'm feeling your pain. My husband's like that. Uh, hello to Adam as well. And Nutto, he says, my missus has bought herself a pair of jeans, which is all right on the face of it, until they arrived and she showed them to me last night because they're a pair of jeans and stitched on the top all the way around this pair of jeans is a see-through tutu. <laughs> I'm kidding you not. This is absolutely true. She's bought a pair of jeans uh, with a tutu stitched around the top. So many questions. I don't even know where to start. Dan says his um, missus doesn't like him wearing his favourite hoodie. Now, him and his hoodie have got a long-standing relationship. It's 14 and a half years at the moment. He says it's, it's, faded, it's a faded black, really. It was a jet black when I bought it, but now, obviously, more a grey over the years. Many years of washes. A couple of shrinkages, shrinkages have gone on as well. Um, but his missus really doesn't like it. So much so that they had an argument about it couple of weeks back and he said right fine I'll recycle it and so she asked him the other day has the hoodie gone he went yeah I've recycled it he says he hasn't he's hidden it away and they're going to be having a reunion together tomorrow night when she's out with the girls he says I can't wait uh, items of clothing the other half has got that you can't stand the Jen feel great podcast Gems Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. Joe and Sparky are once again helping me, Santa, in making sure every child in your area has a wonderful Christmas by getting a present on the big day. You too can help by getting involved with this year's Christmas Jumper Day. Head online and register you and your friends right now. <laughs> you can help local children who need it most this Christmas by donating at playgemradio.com. Gems Cash for Kids Mission Christmas. In partnership with B&M Bargains and B&M Home Stores. Drop off your gifts at one of their stores. Look, just a quick one before you go. Please note that some of the competitions mentioned in this podcast may now have closed. For the most up-to-date information, just visit our website. It's playgemradio.com. Thanks for listening. The Gem Feel Great Podcast.